0: Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. The topic today is GDPR and what it means for cybersecurity. I'm speaking with Danny Rogers. He's co-founder and CEO with Turbium Labs. Danny, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate the opportunity. So, Daniel, I was going to start out by asking you what's top of mind when it comes to some of the trends and issues in security and privacy, and I've got to guess that that list probably starts with GDPR.
1: Yeah, GDPR is definitely top of mind, I think, for for a lot of the security and compliance world right now, sort of the, the Y2K of our, of our era, um, at least in security, and I think actually it's to me um you know part of a much larger conversation that's now been been catalyzed by a lot of the the recent news around regulation in general. Um, I think there's you know a, a new open conversation which uh you know I personally am 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 uh, excited about uh about you know regulatory interventions to help make you know individual data safe, uh, better protected
0: and and, and more private. So, Danny, how do you find that some of these trends overlap with what you're also seeing on the dark web?
1: You know I, I think what's what's been interesting throughout our entire journey doing doing dark web intelligence uh, so far is just how much data is out there really that that you know we we say that that companies you know there there sort of two kinds of companies those have been been breached and know about it, and those who've been breached and don't know about it right and and I think that. You know, if if data really is the new oil, as people are saying, to date, it's just it's been stored in leaky containers and cardboard boxes and rusty barrels and things like that. And that's caused just the sea of what we would call, you know, data or oil you know, to torture the metaphor, oil spills all over where we look on the dark web. And and uh, and, you know, I think that all these, you know, there's companies out there, there's entire industries that have that have reaped major, major benefits and, and, uh, and huge rewards from um, collecting huge amounts of data. But because you know, the people they're collecting it on, the individuals are not often their customers, there's much less incentive to keep that data safe. And so I think regulatory interventions are, are a really great step forward to help um, encourage the responsibility of protecting that data and, and, uh, you know, from theft and from misuse. My dream is that that the dark web, you know, the the amount of data that we see on the dark web eventually goes way down, and I think regulatory interventions are one way to help help hasten that process.
0: Dan, to combine a couple of topics we've touched upon here, with GDPR so focused on personal data collection handling, how does this impact your work with monitoring data on the dark web? So that's a really good question, right, because
1: GDPR has this... um, a sort of dual requirement, right? One is a sort of general increase in security posture, and, and by the way, I should point out, you know, it's not just GDPR. There are new, um, you know, for example, New York State DFS uh, cybersecurity regulations that have similar requirements. We're starting to see a general regulatory trend, you know, starting in California, then with Europe, and now in New York State, uh, towards this, this sort of, you know, multiple requirements. One, for example, is is a general increase in security posture and, and specifically monitoring around data breach activity. Um, but the other is a sort of equally strong requirement to take on the liabilities of whoever of whoever you're sharing that data, uh, sharing your data with. So for example, if I share my data that I've collected as a data controller, as they call it, with a third party, with processor, I still maintain liability for anything that happens on that processor. So, so, companies are getting much more careful about who they share their data with and and what requirements their 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 sort of contract data data processors are are under. But for us, it's a really interesting kind of duality because the way we do our dark web monitoring is using this uh, privacy protected data fingerprinting, which kind of manages to thread that needle perfectly and 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 simultaneously, um, you know provide data breach monitoring services to customers but but without requiring it, them to share their data with us so so not increasing their attack surface, not increasing their risk profile at all, um, and then even under GDPR, not increasing any kind of liabilities they may they may face under the regulation so it's kind of a you know we've been doing this doing it this way for years, but it's really nice to see the regulations kind of catch up with our thinking on how to solve this problem.
0: Well, interesting point you make. Um, we hear an awful lot about GDPR and the likelihood of similar regulations throughout the world. Do you see GDPR encouraging policy changes and additional new regulations in the near future?
1: This is a really good question because you know, ideally, yes, I, I, I feel like GDPR is a great catalyst for, um, and a great template for, for policy interventions around the world. I, I'm pessimistic, given the climate in Washington D.C. right now around you know, regulation, the kind of a very strong anti-regulatory sentiment, that there's any hope in the near term for, for federal um, for, for, for federal interventions from a regulatory perspective in the U.S. That said, uh, you know what's been interesting—it's been interesting to see the states kind of take the lead then, right, so New York State's DFS, uh, you know, which regulates financial services that that do business within New York State, um, which, you know, because of the existence of New York City is kind of, as a financial hub, it's kind of, uh, you know, covers all the major financials in the world, basically. Um, Basically uh, adopting similar requirements and and regulations that go into effect this year around some of these same kinds of uh, increases in security postures and, and added liabilities and responsibilities. So, you know, it's been interesting, it's interesting to see in light of a kind of lack of action on the federal front, the states taking the lead. And, and because of, you know, states like California and New York, I think, you know, we're going to see a general move towards an increased security posture in industry, um, you know, in, in, in spite of any kind of federal intervention.
0: I'd agree with you. I hear an awful lot of um, argument about New York setting a new standard for other states to emulate. Uh, if that happens, do you think that new regulations will help decrease the amount of fraud for sale on the dark web?
1: Um, well, the amount of data for sale, I, I mean, look, anything that makes the, the the internet a safer place, you know, will hopefully decrease the amount of data that we see on the dark web. I mean, that's the ultimate goal. I mean, we're, we're sort of in a, it's going to take a while, right? We're, we're in the kind of, the wake of you know, massive, massive breaches like Equifax and our, 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 our working hypothesis is that that data is gonna drip out into the dark web for you know, years to come. So it's gonna take a long time for, for us to see the effect, but that doesn't mean it's not worth making the investment. So I definitely see, um, see uh, interventions right now helping us at least on the personal data and, and, uh, and sort of credential front um, where I'd love to see more action is on the payment card front. I mean, payment card fraud uh, is, is uh, you know, the, the financial engine that runs most of cybercrime and that, you know, that is everything from kind of petty, you know, petty street-level individual crime to, you know, big, big international organized crime. And, and what I don't see is enough regulation, uh, regulatory kind of... Uh, attention being paid to the payment card front uh, you know, to, to help tamp down payment card fraud. So I definitely, see, I, I definitely hope that these regulatory interventions over the coming years will, will help um, stem the flow of, of personal data and credential information, and I hope to see some parallel efforts uh, around payment cards that, that, that can help pull out the, the financial um, sort of fuel that is, that is driving a lot of this activity.
0: Well, Danny, this strikes me as a good start of a conversation. I look forward to picking it up with you sometime down the road to see how things have played out. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today.
1: Great. Thank you. Really appreciate uh, uh, the opportunity to speak.
0: We've been talking about GDPR and regulation and what they mean for cybersecurity. I've been speaking with Danny Rogers. He's co-founder and CEO of Terbium Labs. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.